Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Deductionist Podcast. We're here. We are alternative, bearded. We're in the network this evening. Um, we are. We Can are. I begin this well, off by asking, uh, has my ear always looked like that? One <laughs> seems ear, to be what? sticking out. My ear. One seems to be sticking out and the other one's non-existent. <laughs> I've never noticed yeah, but- that on camera before. <laughs> Are you like directly facing the camera, sort of thing? No. <laughs> well, no. I, I could. I, yeah, I, am, I could yeah. never. Yeah, I am. I could. I am oh, directly yeah. facing. <laughs> then yeah, you've oh, got you've a got a curi- That sounds like the title of a of a next sort of short detective fiction story. You know, the the curious case of the uh, shortened ear, <laughs> or something like that. The bent ear. For the rest that's of why I w- if it starts moving <laughs> <laughs> but if it starts moving independently that's really where the mystery is 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 going to be right that, that's exactly. why I wear these so I, I I never have to I never have to sort of focus on how small my ears actually are like my ears are <laughs> tiny if I uh, hang on right so the the closest coin to hand this is this is a dollar coin right just for a size comparison a dollar coin <laughs> no, I've never noticed that before. <laughs> my my ears Not that I have any dollar reason. coins to hand to compare it to, but like, <laughs> yeah, there was um, there was a a, a theatre play. I was uh, tough to get any other kind of a play other than at the theatre. Hmm. Um, <laughs> a theatre play on words. A theatre play. Um, yeah, years ago with this um, this uh, group of travelling actors. Um, and we were doing a uh, like a, a, a motivational piece, and there were several sort of motivational performance pieces that we did. And uh, everyone, it was for comic relief at the time. And I think I, I think I was only something like twelve, thirteen, maybe something like that. Yeah. And uh, everyone's coming out on stage, and the the key line is, uh, "My name is insert your name here, and I'm special because." Right. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> Should have put that out. Put that out. <laughs> oh, good lord! Uh, well, this, this, this. Yeah, I'll, I'll. Uh, yeah, I've. Uh, wow, Jesus Christ! Um, <laughs> that sort of threw me for a loop. Um, There's no coming back from that one. <laughs> Not coming back at all. I could I could save it, it's all right. But yeah, the um so everyone's coming out and going like my name is whatever and I'm special because I d- work for a charity or I'm special because I do this for my parents or I'm special because I I don't know cured cancer. I don't, I don't know. So, something like strictly within like the the kind of uh, hallmark expectance of motivational yeah. speaking from children. Um, I, I wandered out of it. Hello, my name is Ben, and I'm special because I've got really little ears. And then just wandered off. <laughs> 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 that was it. That was my uh, that was my contribution to the entire piece. So yeah, there we are, guys. Yeah. Uh, well, just before I make this note, <laughs> what a this, beginner! What a beginner! We we've um, we had. Uh, when this goes out, we'll have had the um, the magicians, the mentalists on uh, last time talking about their their Sherlock Holmes project. 
And uh, so I've, I've got a little puzzle for you. This is what magicians would call a holdout device. Can you see where the pen is being held currently? I cannot. Check this out. No way. <laughs> <laughs> it was in my beard. <laughs> no. Can we do a, a what's in Ben's beard segment of this thing every time? That's it. What? What's in Ben's beard? Out of your beard. (laughs) That's what we'll do specifically for the live recordings. We'll uh, we'll play what's in Ben's beard, and uh, I'll 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 leave you several clues, sort of tucked away in in various different parts of my beard, just to see if you can figure it out. (laughs) Like it, (laughs) but but yeah, uh, my uh, my whole game. I don't know where the pen's gone now. Where did I throw it? I threw it away. Uh, So remove gag. Which guy? Um, right, <laughs> all with, the gags. Yeah, the the uh, the Big one gag. that the, keeps you the one quiet. that made us all gag. <laughs> <laughs> the one that would get me socially ostracized, <laughs> even more so than normal. Um, so yeah, the, um, today, guys, we are heading back to our strictly Sherlockian roots. It's been mm-hmm. it's been a good number of weeks, discounting the last one that we've actually uh, sat down and looked at anything uh, sort of under the really microscope, lucky. as it yeah. were, in terms of... I mean, we had a, a brief sort of flurry into the... Um, Fleurison. The, the Sherlockian... I don't know French. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a brief, uh, uh, just as a side note, when um, I, I recorded that uh, trick in French with Miguel, yeah. um, I like uh, we we finished it by passing sort of expletives back and forth within the language, and um, like if you've ever watched Bill and Ted, you'll at least know one from Napoleon with the mouth, the mouth, the mouth, the mouth, the mouth, the mouth, the mouth. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone knows that one at least. It's, it's specifically from that film. But like, he came back with, "Oh, come on, bear!" Like the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it was brilliant, but it but it only worked. It only worked as like a, an, an expletive or or an insult or something like that because he is French. It sounded perfect. Yeah, it, it sound it sounded perfect. Um. So yeah, we are we are looking at um, his last bow today. Yeah, the uh, the Sherlock Holmes story specifically, his last bow, mostly because this would this will be uh, will it be episode three of it season two when be, we uh, actually it's it's part of our season two saga. So mm. obviously now we're uh, we're going down the route of reinventing some of the stories, beginning recently with our completed episode of the Empty Mind Palace. Uh, unfortunately, like we've got wheels and things are moving, but at the same time, things aren't moving because of certain predicaments with outdoor filming. We can't really get yeah. together at the moment to do what we, we plan to do. We've got a lot of big things sort of planned for this series, all uh, kind of put on the burner due mm. to sort of like all the updates and stuff like that. But it can't be helped, I suppose, like everyone else is going through the same thing. But we will be sort of like, getting hot on this as it were yeah as things and, are, um, as, 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 as more news comes <laughs> out i don't know what the situation is at the moment i've heard it's positive but then i've heard um things aren't as 
dandy as they seem. <laughs> See, I've, I'm yeah, we've, we've... Go on, you're hearing a rumour? I'm hearing, hearing a rumour about um, October now, lockdown being extended to. What? October? Yeah. I'm not... I don't know how true that is, but there's a lot of people that are saying now that... Well, there's a, a statement that's came out, which is true. They did say um, it was going to be based on data, not dates, when things yeah. would open at the earliest, but yeah, that's uh, that's one of the things that's popped up in the news. In October lockdown. Mint. Yeah. <laughs> Mint. Right. So uh, before we, 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 yeah, we could we could go overboard in talking about our disdain for the general yeah. populace, how specifically the English populace. <laughs> um, right. Uh, but his his last bow, and when we get to that particular point. I'll I'll tell you the story of our, our 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 Coventry experiment trick, which involved uh, a plane uh, at at one point. Uh, but yeah, that's um, that's. Uh, if, uh, do you remember the the plane uh, endeavor do, that we went through? I do remember yeah. the the plane. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, I remember we'll, almost uh, in, almost acquiring a plane. <laughs> uh, yeah, we did, we did, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it, essentially the the story itself, it's um, it's I think it was I think it came out in uh, 1917, 1916, something like that. But it was set yeah. uh, on on the eve of the First World War. So yeah. this is when Holmes has has uh, retired. He's keeping bees. He's no longer taking detective work at the time when he's brought this uh, mm. when he's brought this case involving a collection of intelligence that's been gathered over a number of years uh, from a, a German fellow by the name of von Bork, or it might be von Bjork. I don't know how that is is pronounced, yeah. but it's uh, it's it's von Bork. That's how I read it. Um, okay. So yeah, he's yeah exactly. Um, so when Holmes is given the case, he's um, it, it takes him all over the place. There was uh, Chicago, uh, Buffalo, uh, Island, uh, where where uh, one of his his funnier characters were in there as well. Just this bitter old Irish guy <laughs> like trying to buy and talk his way into organized crime it was it was brilliant um but yeah it was we oh, i'm not going to spoil the story in in too much detail um yeah m mostly because it's not one of the ones that i know the best um yeah. so the, the detail no, I was just going to say. So the details I I can talk about. I'm I'm not exactly a hundred percent sure on. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but go on. What were you saying? So like, um, obviously I know you don't know this one the best, but I was just wondering if there was a a reason behind that. And the uh, the reason I ask is because from the research I've done on this, and I don't know if it links mm -hmm. to um, your personal opinion on this story, but it's got a history of being more of a propaganda material because yeah. it was it was set after the final problem wasn't it i'm sure mm. was it sherlock killed off uh sherlock holmes and people were kind <laughs> of like in hot demand for him to, to return back but then we had kind of like the east winds quotes where he talked about yes the, first appearance oh, yeah yes. that was it and so the last bow is really sort of like um an acknowledgement to that sort of you know Sherlock's place in the war and that wartime, which I don't think 
from from what I've um, read, I could be wrong. Arthur Conan Doyle didn't have any interest in doing anything like that until, you know, obviously people were hot on his tail, like you know, getting back into the world. We want another story. Uh, yeah. You know, really, it, we got the last bow. So, what's your? If, did you know that beforehand? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I had heard. Um, does that? Does uh, that it, it's your only heard. On, on yeah. It, it it does and it doesn't like um yeah. there's there's some of the stories go on because because i only ask because it's not really something arthur conan doyle wanted to do yeah and yeah. you as an arthur conan doyle fan i suppose it's like reading material that you know is kind of like 50 50 he could have put his yeah. heart into it he could have put half his heart into it it's like could have put a fart into it you know it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, I, I I first heard about this when we were we were talking home stories last time we were at Undershaw, um, yeah. and I, I wasn't I wasn't aware of the whole sort of propaganda nature around it till then. It's just not one of the stories that I enjoyed as much mm. because there's not. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong; it's not to say that I didn't enjoy it. It's an incredible mystery, but. Uh, when you look at some of the other pieces and the uh, the holds that they have over the canon as as an entire thing, yeah, his last bow for me, um, it, it it doesn't rank up there at all. Um, in in terms of its significance with where he is in the world, the retired nature of him, the change in times and age and mental faculties, uh, being juxtaposed towards that, like. That's that's still pretty cool, and you know, I, I I hope when I hit that age, I'm I'm any anywhere close to that sharp. But it, it's purely in terms of of the story for me. You know, there's just yeah. others that I enjoyed more. That's 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 really all it is. Um, yeah, yeah. When when you look at uh, the, the other things that revolved around, like. Um, uh, you know, like uh, decrypting data and uh, finding patterns in behavior. There are other uh, elements at play, right? When you look yeah. at things like um, the adventure of the dancing men, uh, you know, the the relationship that Elsie had towards breaking the code and breaking the code led to this group of criminals and this and this and this, bang, and everything else. Yeah, it, it just It just felt like in terms of his last his last bow um mm. it was a, it was a it was a very singular piece uh, yeah last 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 time that i read it but what we've what we've done with this and why we've chosen this one particularly mm. with regard to you know how i how i feel about it is for those reasons because the yeah. the solving of um of of puzzles of riddles of mysteries you know they they require these elements to be highlighted like the empty mind palace would arguably revolve around uh whatever you can store skill wise in here right yeah the uh the the devil's illusion revolves around you know the 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 perpetuation of like belief yeah. basically yeah. yeah, based upon like fear or joy, and how that affects, you know, the the decisions you make moving forward. So we were looking for these things that have like singular elements to them, because yeah. you know, I, yeah. I, 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 this, this, 
the the canon itself is something I will still read. You know, yeah. when I'm when I'm ill, I, it's something I still read religiously every every couple of months. Like in the same way that people do a do a rerun of of watching Friends on Netflix, I do that one yeah. too. But like in 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 that same way, I I like yeah. I I still enjoy them as much each and every single time. But I've got favorites overall, yeah. like because the same of, ones that they bring you back to your Sherlockian yeah uh, interest, I suppose, like a nostalgia yeah. that kind. Of- yeah yeah and um the the this i I just like the ones that have more elements to them because you know like uh if you look at um his last bio there's there's once you uh once you are made aware of this single uh element that starts to break open the whole whole mystery you can start to piece it together yourself right yeah but like if you take something like um if you take something like the blue carbuncle in this stone that's found inside of a Christmas turkey uh, mm. and the deductions he makes about a hat leads him to uh, a, a rich person's house in the mystery of theft and crime that's gone on to get it there. And you're like, this way. You just, what? Did not see that fucking Did not see Like with the... With the Napoleons as well, the the the, the six or the th- well the, th- the three Napoleons, I suppose it would really be the the six Thatchers. If you've watched the uh, the BBC Sherlock version as well, but like the 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 ritual shattering of these uh, Napoleonic busts, and yeah. then the, the first thing he thinks about is you know the Borgia pearl. You're like, how did you get from A to C and have Q in the middle? What what happened yeah. there? <laughs> That's but like the, the the further you get on, it's you start to become Watson in in those types of situations where you go, yeah, you're witnessing it uh, all stitched together. Yeah, yeah, and I I like that. I, I like that yeah. kind of way of I like that kind of way of storytelling, yeah. and uh, I think I think it works really cool. And that's that's the reason why you know I've I've got certain favourites. That's the reason why we focused on certain uh, certain ones for the series because there's, yeah. some, there's some there's some real fun elements we can focus on within this one particularly, right? Yeah, I think obviously like Last Bow as well. Um, it sort of stands out because of its controversy uh, as what it like what you were saying before it being kind of very singular and. Mm-hmm. In a way, um, our episodes are quite singular. They only connect together through us, like in what we're doing, that sort of thing. Each one isn't, it's not like um, a connected plot we've got going Mm. on. There's no story involved. It's sort Mm. of effects based on what happens in the stories, but Mm. it's sort of, you know, dot to dot. uh, It's just about the work we do around Sherlock itself. And it plays, you know, that then we can move into different areas and different themes quite easily for us then, because we're not bound to any sort of like narrative form, as it were. And I think the last deduction's quite uh the, sorry, yeah. The last bow. That's what that's it. what we're I calling it. it. That's what yeah, we're, we're calling, calling our episode. The last deduction. <laughs> so it sounds like um uh I suppose if you didn't know the story of the last bow, it sounds like the last episode in the series as it were, mm. but really it's more so of a nod to the fact that it's the most controversial episode yeah. of uh, the actual canon itself. Well, 
if if you do consider it canon, because like you said, it does feel singular and mm. narratively speaking can, and uh, chronologically speaking, um, Conan Doyle had, had envisioned the end of Sherlock with the final problem. His last yeah. bow wasn't really supposed to have um, existed. So yeah. this is kind of like it, this. We're doing this one because, like you said before, there's a lot of things in this that um, stand out, and not necessarily all because they were a fan favourite of many people, or the fact that they were uh, a favourite. It was a favourite story of Arthur Conan Doyle himself. Mm-hmm. It's more of an infamy that the uh, the story's got. So we're playing into that a little bit as well. It's sort of like it's it's kind of just a it's a good reference to something that sticks out like a sore thumb in the Sherlock mythology. But yeah. I suppose mainly, like you said before, it's is to do with the certain themes that go on in the story. The last bow is to do with him sort of code breaking. Uh, and he sort of has to go and work for the, the government to kind of figure out von Bjork's plan. And, you know, when it comes to code breaking and binary and stuff like that, that, that <laughs> the stuff that you've been doing yourself, like in terms of um, memorizing and yeah. sort of like looking at code and stuff like that, we can really hone in and show the audience kind of, you know, give them a chance and give you a chance to show what you've been working on and display it on a on a larger stage. So we're going to put yeah. that um, to sort of theatrical use, as it were, and practical use. And we're going to sort of expand and show people exactly what it is you can do so you're going to get to show off ben you're going to get to <laughs> really Me? really show throw off. in there <laughs> but it's kind of like <laughs> but it's going to be it's going to be an awesome episode i think it's really going to be something that it's not going to be an infamous one for us it's going to be one of our one of our best for sure yeah I mean, you know yeah that's the idea to get better everyone as they go along 100 percent, 100 percent. like our, our original intention with the uh, the retelling of these, um, well, it's not really a retelling. It's a it's a re. It's a thematical well, interpretation. It, it... Within, oh, I like with, that. With, I like that a, within a practical um, setting, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to go with. Yeah, we're, we're retelling the abridgment. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah, that's that's what we're doing. Um, but the the desire being that uh, once you see what can be done with what's discussed in these original stories, we're hoping that that would spark an interest in the original stories. You know, yeah, in the absolutely. same vein that, um, like, you know, when the people who watched uh, the Queen's Gambit on Netflix and it mm. became a massive hit, everyone was buying uh, chessboards. And googling lessons and you know yeah. activity around that area skyrocketed. Not that we are yeah. going to have the, the same kind of numbers as Netflix, but that's that's our intention <laughs> that it will it will yeah. spark that interest within its uh, it, within it. its oh. its providence, right? Yeah, I suppose the stuff that happens in the last bow is more relevant today to today than to when the the book was actually released. The story was actually released. Because we just live in a time where, you know, like code breaking, um, you know, sort of looking into, you know, the digital realm of, uh, of of whatnot and sort of like data protection and stuff like that is more relevant to our time than it is Sherlock's. But at the same time, we're sort of bringing Sherlock 
and the ideas of him into a modern age, into it, into mm. a realistic form. And you know, there's no, there's nothing more realistic than demonstrating skills that you can learn yourself. Yeah. Uh, in this day and age as well, that uh, you know w- you can apply to your life. So, like you said, with the Queen's Gambit, there's going to be uh, sort of hopefully a lot of people then looking into this and saying like, oh well, if like seeing what we see in this episode, maybe it's possible for mm. us to do that. Well, that's try. That's yeah. me touching go trying not to give away too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. No. I, I agree. Give, what I... give away the facts. Like if if you look at um if you look at code breaking itself uh, as well and like when I, when I'm trying to figure out somebody's pin code don't get me wrong there are eight hundred and fifty three billion different trick ways you can do that yeah there are but like my my curiosity has me go how can you actually do that you know like I can't look at somebody and go like Sean Spencer it. Yeah, three, five, nine, nine. Oh, incidentally, that that's my pin number. Bear, uh, bear in mind. There you go. That's that's how that's you were the you were the you were the performer there. That's that's the grand role reversal here. Uh, Adam <laughs> is the one that pulls the strings behind this whole thing, and uh, <laughs> um, but like they call so, me the one ear. <laughs> he's the one ear. <laughs> That's me. That's my aspirational leap to try and grow my ears like you. See, mine's just hiding. If you can just but staple it, one out and then staple the other back, and then you're all good to go. When <laughs> when I take these off after we've recorded one of these, my ears feel like they've been bruised because they're wrapped over my glassy stems for like over oh. an hour. <laughs> the pain I suffer. Anyway, it's just blood coming out of each one. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just when I have to listen to pop music. Um, can't stand it. Anyway, that's that's a rant for another day. I don't want this to turn into a a, a ranty podcast now. Um, but yeah, so if um, if I'm trying to figure out what somebody's password is, uh, somebody's pin code is rather. So what I would need is is a grounding in in basic sort of cues of negativity and positivity in terms of whether what i'm saying is hitting or or it's missing right mm. it's a, in essence it's a little bit of a fishing expedition but i'm not initially asking any questions so it doesn't feel like like any kind of an inquiry so like when when i i, I look at a phone and, and go like it's weird in it when you think about smartphones the the amount of things that they can do right and the amount of faith that we that we place in them this is where i conduct all of my business this is where i i contact my mom my uh, my bride to be um you know uh, this is where i contact my dogs if only they had a phone uh, this is where i watch uh youtube listen to podcasts do my languages get smarter this is where i do my banking this is where i have all of my receipts and invoices and it's protected in one sense or another by just four or six digits, right? Yeah. Which is which is weird when you think about it. The the faith that we place in our ability to create something that's random yeah. out of uh, of nothing, right? You see, and and many people they'll go for something like um, uh, a, a date of birth or a, or a, or a year that means something to them, right? But on the, yeah. there are others that go for 
um, a, a random series of digits, just the ones that were sent to them out of their uh, uh, when they get sent the bank card, they just keep the pin code that's there and, and memorize it. But yeah. and so so already I'm I'm looking in terms of what's landing and what's not. Right now we've been friends for a while. I already know what your pin code is. So. <laughs> we've uh that's 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 one, a thing one, that's one, happened. One, one. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i'm not going to tell everyone but from our many many starbucks trips i drive yeah. and we 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 switch who who buys the round in between so i i already know but like yeah. when when i'm saying that type of thing i'm looking to see whether um if they're nodding along say for example when i've said something about dates of birth or whether i've said something about a special mm. year or whether they've just gone for the random series of codes and I'm, then my follow-up to that would be uh so yeah like the the general sort of comforting feeling for us is to make each digit different because yeah. it, it feels more difficult to figure out that way right yeah, yeah, and my, my right isn't looking for confirmation. Like it's just I feel because I'm looking down. I'm not looking at you for a confirmation. Like I've asked you a question, it feels more difficult to guess, right? And I'll I'll get some kind of a, a, re a reaction from there. So I know if they've got two of the same digit, or they've got all different digits. Now combine that with whether you know it's a year or a date of birth or just a number yeah. that's come out of. You already know, like within a, a, just a, a couple of digits, either way, what their pin code what, could possibly yeah. be. You know, the and people you, you've who... not—you've not even asked. Gone. <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was saying, you know the people who you like, um, you would read, and people who have the like a memorized date or something mm. easy to remember, and then the people who you said just pick things at random or just keep mm. a set complicated code um do you notice is there any sort of difference between those people or doesn't is there not a difference at all is there nothing that connects them to the like say once you realize you've done a random code do you ever notice that they fall into a certain category of person or is that not matter is that irrelevant does that not matter at all not not really in terms of the information that it would give me what i yeah. do um ahead of time is I would I would talk uh, because I, if I'm if I'm doing some kind of a performance, you know, I've I've done a couple of things prior to that, and um, yeah. you, you can't spend a few seconds around me without me talking about something to do with memory, right? <laughs> it's it's one of those <laughs> things that I will talk about at length, given half the chance. Um, so it, it forms as part of my work to be able to do that. So I'm talking about memory, and I'll, 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 I'll get them talking about how they feel about their ability to memorize the phone number, for example, you know, yeah, or their ability to memorize their 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 partner's birthday, you know, just to try and prize a few cheap gags out of that every now and again, and I get an understanding yeah. for how they feel about memorized data. They these would be the same people that would upload um, passwords to a password keychain on their phone so they don't have to remember them like that poor guy from the bitcoin episode <laughs> right and um did we ever find out what happened to him <laughs> no no we didn't we should uh, we oh, should do a, a, a real cat him uh, yeah. hopefully it's not kind of a, a, a terrible case um yeah but yeah so I'm, I'm getting i'm getting an understanding for how they feel about their ability to memorize things granted how they yeah. feel about their ability to memorize is uh, is you know different to how they are actually able to memorize. Oh, 
Craig's in. Uh, I bet no one uses hey. 2020 now after COVID. <laughs> yeah, I bet they don't either. I bet they don't. Um, <laughs> in in terms of a uh, in terms of a, a a pin code. But yeah, so I'm looking to understand how they feel about uh, a data essentially yeah. right in the the convenience with how they manage it if, if i get a bit of information with regarding that when they start nodding around uh dates of birth or um or uh or a, or a special year uh yeah. i know down to a couple of simple uh statistical factors that like if you're looking at somebody who is between the ages of uh, 20, 27 and, and 30, you know, typical sort of young mum age, you yeah. know, uh, and, and she's she's put down a, a year. For example, you know, I've been able to use this to figure out that she put down a year. I know that nine times out of ten, it's going to be the year her, her child was born. Yeah. Which tells me certain things about her life. Which tells me certain things about how she feels as a as a mother. It tells me how important that is to her. It tells me that she's probably only got one kid. You know, if she's got more than more than one kid, that it's difficult to you know sort of choose for somebody that feels so maternal. You know, uh, in yeah. in that kind of nature. You know, these are the types of things I'd be thinking about to to push that deductive reading uh, yeah. forward. But like, like a, don't get like me a wrong. Domino effect of information. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. it is. It, it's like, um, it's like, uh, it's like ab- abductive reasoning in a way, in the sense yeah. that you've that you've got uh, this this outcome, this this creation of a pin code, uh, mm-hmm. and I've been able to reverse engineer a few details um, about how she feels about data management to figure out what this is, and then it sort of. It sort of splits off in both senses. It, it tells me more about her from an abductive standpoint, and it tells me more about uh, the information that's important to her uh, and, and, and what that means in relation to her life. Yeah. I, I don't know why all of a sudden this just turned into a focus on a on a random woman, but it, it, it could be anyone, right? <laughs> yeah. The, the, um, the, 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 if you look at the work of, um, What's her name? I believe it's Gail Sheehy or Sheehy. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Um, she did uh, a, a series of studies on uh, common occurrences in the lives of males between the this sort of age group who live in this sort of a, sort of area. Yeah, you know that's that's a great source of data to to go into these types of scenarios with. Combine that with uh, a little bit of fine tuning of, uh, of of people reading along the way, and and you're well on your way to something awesome. Like there's there's a num- I've performed uh, the the whole pin number guesses using trick ways loads of times, but I've also yeah. performed them 153 percent genuinely. Uh, equally uh, uh, the the same number of times to know what works what doesn't in in these types of scenarios how it comes up and um you know the 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 changes that can affect the information moving forward so like that's that's the thing that fascinates me about this episode is pattern recognition yeah right Uh, because pattern recognition breaks apart everything is this is this like pattern recognition in people it, it, it can be an it can be in anything like if you look at um if you look at it strictly from a code breaking scenario 
you know yeah. uh, if you if you go back to um uh the the code from uh, the dancing men um uh, e being the most commonly used letter in the english language so he puts e in first uh, to the most commonly seen uh, dancing man within the within the, the 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 stream of men that he's got as a code that he has to break, and he's able to yeah. get certain levels of information from that pattern recognition. You know, that's the pattern recognition of our language applied to to codes. It's just just one, for instance. If you look at pattern recognition in terms of um, uh, people reading for you know the the buzzword that everybody seems to immediately know about without very little research you know baselines uh you know that's that's essentially pattern recognition you know people might watch these um these podcasts more than they might listen to them yeah and and if you do uh i i apologize that you have to look at Look at this for but like most people will notice a lot of the time that I when I when I talk I, I tend to go back to this right I, 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 this is, is is sort of my my comfort default I'm in my house uh, listening comfortable safe yeah. surroundings pose so that if uh, anything ever differentiated from that you know whereby uh, ignoring when I talk with my hands because I talk with my hands all the time. But if it came back to this scenario and all of a sudden I'm, I'm back in my chair, I, I I don't know if I have to bring this closer so you can hear me, right? But all of a sudden I'm back in my chair. You can't see my hands and I, I'm, I'm still listening. You know, something has yeah. changed within, yeah. within that uh, recognition of the pattern that I've developed in terms of my comfort level. Something has shifted there. So you can look yeah. to analyze that little moment a little bit further to see what the possible causes yeah, of that were. Was. Yeah. Were? Weary. Were? I've heard it both Ooh. ways. That was fine. Go on. Do I notice no, like, what? When you say about pattern re recognition about yourself, do you? Uh, is that something you've discovered about yourself through doing these? Because obviously like, you'd have to um, see yourself to recognize it, or do you know that you do these things already? And you recognise you're doing them without having a picture of yourself doing them, or is this something the, completely the, new to you? There, there are, there are. A, uh, it, it differs. It differs. Like yeah. um, there was, um, there was a while back. I used to teach for a guy, um, uh, and I, every now and again, when I'm, I'm listening, I'm talking. I do this. Mm. Just, just stroke my beard. Like it, it, it wasn't like, anything related to. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just looking for pens. That's all it was. Just looking for pens. That's just where I put them. You do that, and then the beard just comes off, just clips away. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> it's not, it's real. <laughs> Lexi's trying to get involved again. Do you want to say hello? Oh. You've got dogs literally falling out your beard. I know, right? What else? Could, that, that's first. That's episode number one of What's in Ben's Beard. <laughs> we need like a a, 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 a game. <laughs> we need like a, a game show now. No, I'm I love you, darling, but I'm not in the mood for French kissing. Okay, can you can you get down? Now, please? Get down now, please. Off you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> right. So uh, it uh, when I, I yes, I'm, I'm teaching, and I had it pointed out to me that I uh, that I do this a lot when I'm I'm talking about something that I, I really feel passionate about. So like there's yeah. uh, there's a lot of a lot of this that goes on. 
when I when I start to talk really passionately about something, and then when yeah. I, I'm thinking about the next thing that I want to say, it's it's always this. It's never with the left hand. It's always this it's always with the right. right. Yeah. Uh, so that was pointed that out one. to me when we've recorded um, these these sessions. They, that's when I noticed mm. that I do this a lot, just because mo most of this time I'm I'm sat looking at myself. So <laughs> you know. <laughs> Once, once I've got the vomiting out of the way, um, that's episode three of what's in Ben's beard. By the way, just a little bit of vomit. Pure <laughs> um, <Your> vomit. Cornflakes, <laughs> uh, vomit. Uh, night, yeah, so that's that's my that's my uh, that's my comfort levels uh, right there in, in terms of interest. So it might look to others on the surface that yeah. this is uh, akin to this for for boredom, you know, which mm. if. Um, if you live in the world of uh, body language reading where this equals this, which you shouldn't be because that's wrong, um, <laughs> you, you need to explore the, the finite levels of details that can, that can assist your diagnosis of the scenario. I tried to make that sound as posh as possible. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that, that's how I display my comfort. That's how I display that I'm interested in what's going on because, yeah. I, you know, that's, that's my, that's my go-to. Pattern recognition exists everywhere. Once once you recognise what they are, uh, you can you can either you can exploit the differences in them if you want. Yeah. If if you're if you are so inclined, look at the way that um, look at the way that uh, that con men uh, exist. Uh, confidence mm. tricks, confidence tricksters, persuasion. Uh, you know, uh, uh, human hacking, social engineering. It picks upon yeah. these basic patterns. Uh, and recognizing yeah. them in, in order to get certain go on yeah so it'd be good to look into like uh, people like that like con men or you know scam emails or anything like that just to show what it's like in terms of uh you know getting those emails how how similar are they to what other people get a lot of the times mm -hmm. these tales of being conned and stuff like that all have a familiar kind of um, narrative to them Everyone mm -hmm. says like, oh, such and such, and he said this and said that. And then, you know, um, the person that they're talking to who may have had a similar experience will be like, oh, yeah, did they try this, that, whatever. And there's kind of like you're saying with pattern recognition, like comment in particular, you sometimes you can hear them and the confidence almost sounds like, oh, they've done this before. And it mm -hmm. obviously has worked. And it's, um, you know, they're playing the same old spiel. It feels like a performance. Whenever you get someone knocking at the door, instantly you're sort of like uh, dubious when they're enthusiastically telling you about something because it almost feels rehearsed. Uh, do you think there's sort of like a pattern element there that we can look at? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Massively. Sort of like, Massively. That in there. like um, with with emails, you know, there's, there's certain fonts that certain companies use. There's certain design yeah. layouts that, that companies use. There's certain... Uh, design structures uh, that uh, certain companies use. You know, I could I yeah. could crack that list open, but it's dull and would just literally be me reading a list of uh, <laughs> of, of of information that's that's not going to be very interesting to hear about. But in terms of recognizing those, it all comes back to uh, in a in a non spiritual sense. But your presence within the particular moment scenario thing moment that you're in right so if yeah. if you are if you are scrolling through your emails 
and uh, someone's gone, uh, uh, oh, you've you've won this prize from HSBC. You are our eight millionth customer. Enter your details here. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is a terrible example, by the way, but I'm just highlighting the point, you know, yeah. reductio ad absurdum, as it were. Yeah. Uh, if, if you're in autopilot and your emotions are engaged, there's no critical thinking. There's no presence within that particular moment. You're fully engaged within the, the details that's been uh, thrown over all the areas of your limbic system that get you thinking yeah. in a particular way to bypass that moment of going, oh, I just put my details in. It's HSBC. I've banked with them for years. Bang, off you go. Done. Yeah. where was the thinking in that regard right it, it, it isn't there it isn't there and that's 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 just one example like you look at yeah. um i'll give you an example from my life i used to love screwing with um with charity workers on the streets i i, I give to charity and, and all that caper, right I, <laughs> like they'd stop me and i'd stop i'd listen to them i'd talk about their cause because not all of them, but some of them were really lovely yeah. people doing good work for really well-deserving causes, right? Um, but I have a particular, you know, sort of issue with with giving my details out to to strangers, whether they knock on my door, whether you've got ID, anything. I I don't care, yeah. right? If if I uh, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to make sure that it's either on one of those add gratuity things for a charity that you can support which isn't very much but like or i'm going to do it through uh, a website that i can look at and i can analyze in my own way and in my own time yeah these these moments like the the guys <laughs> there was one time uh where we were in blackpool it was um uh, I, I don't think you'd come with me that year um it was it was a couple of years ago yeah um I forget who I was with. I was with someone. Might, it might have been Scott. I don't know. But I mean, that's not that's not relevant anyway. But I was there, and um, we're we're going through the um, the, the shopping centre and stopped. So I I listened to the guy, and I was like, yeah, I, I just I don't give out my details. And he was like, oh, but it's it's completely safe. I'm registered. I was like, yeah, I can see your ID, but I I don't give them out. Uh, so immediately he starts talking about. Um, what parts of what card details are important and whatnot. So I was like, but you can do anything yeah. with any kind of data. That's that's all I said. You can do anything with any kind of data. And I'd, I'd seen that he's already a bit egocentric at this stage. He's a bit of a, you know, he, he's got yeah. his pointy shoes he's on. He's got before. his hair slipped back. <laughs> heard it all before. He's doing his best to yeah. make a sale. Doesn't want to let me walk away. So he gets his so he gets his wallet out. I, I already know I've sort of nudged him into doing this, this kind of overproving standpoint. Gets his yeah. wallet out and goes, boom! You you need all of this to try and make a uh, m you know make a, a an identity theft issue or uh, use funds that don't belong to you, right? And as he's putting his card back in his wallet, I can see the security number on the other side. I was like, "Well, I, I I've got all your card details now." He says, "No, you haven't. My card's in my wallet, but I've I've got all your card details now." And I read him back his full card number, his expiry date, his his security code on the back, and I'm like, that's I, I that, that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. I'd I'd exploited yeah. that kind of emotional thinking, you know. I, I yeah. didn't know he was going to pull his wallet out. He, yeah, he he could have done anything, but I I I'd, I'd exploited that element 
Yeah. And I took advantage of being able to see all of his card details. There was a time when me and Maddie uh, went to um, a place in Newcastle. What was it called? Yeah, what was it called? It was something like You Do As I Do or something like that. But we, we went up to... As I say. Huh? <laughs> it was called How Do You Do? It was called How Do You Do? Beautiful place. We went up there for afternoon tea. Incredible stuff. Yeah. And um, so we're, we're, it's, this is... Uh, I think it was just after the first lockdown, so everyone's doing the whole track and trace thing. But anyway, we were there; doesn't matter. And uh, yeah. we 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 we'd gone in, and uh, this is uh, it was a family in the corner. They're talking about going to uh, to a theme park, uh, more than likely Alton Towers. But what Thought Park? There we go. Um, Thought Park shows what shows where I was paying attention on the day. They were they were going to Thought Park, and um, there was they, they were under the impression that um, all of the park was going, going to be open with, you know, the necessary kind of COVID measures in place to make sure that everyone was safe, yada, yada, yada. And, okay. and they were booking their ticket. They were booking their tickets and whatnot. And uh, this woman read out her card details. <laughs> she read them out again. Uh, you know, she's fully engaged emotionally in the, the, this thing that's ruined her day. Uh, you know, yeah. ruined her day out with a family, and it, it sucked. It genuinely looked like they were upset, but that bypasses their critical thinking in that in that particular moment. And she read yeah. out her full card details, like I got start date, expiry date, issue number, security number on the back, and the full sixteen digits. If I wanted to, I I could have <laughs> completely owned that woman because she uh, she'd given <laughs> she'd given her name as well. You know, they they have to like oh, what names oh, it under, it, Mrs you know i'm not gonna say it yeah but like wh whatever it was and uh like I, I i could have absolutely annihilated her just because she yeah. she stopped thinking now ob obviously uh, <laughs> obviously a, 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 a con man in that kind of scenario would have to chance upon that that would have to be happenstance but what i'm saying is those types of exploitation of patterns yeah. Uh, can go on in that particular field. Uh, I'm sure Craig will probably crucify me for this because my yeah. understanding of the handshake induction for hypnosis is rudimentary at best, right? <laughs> but it's 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 known as um, a, a pattern interrupt. That's that's the kind of thing that it's known as. You, you know, when you see these hypnotists go to shake hands and all of a sudden it's yeah. Right? <laughs> the the way the way I had it explained to me is that when you do this to somebody that's that's a patterned response that we are taught from like teens basically somebody holds their hand out bang you shake yeah, it you're like yeah. i mean it, it, try it next time all all of this covid nonsense is over and we we're, we're out of lockdown just put your hand out to somebody even if you don't know them just put <laughs> put put your hand out i guarantee you it, you know not that they will shake it but they'll at least go Ugh. Uh, there'll be that yeah. reaction because that that pattern's there, and all yeah. all hip, all hypnotists look to do is to is to break that by showing them their palm. So you know their their unconscious, their subconscious, whatever you want to call it in that scenario, goes, yeah. "Oh shit, what's happening? What can I do?" And they hear the word "sleep." Okay, <laughs> you know. So basically, like an emergency shutdown. <laughs> you can use the computer. Pretty much, Adobe right? <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you um, 
if you come across people who are overt critical thinkers or like or or even martial artists right yeah. they their their patterns within that kind of physical manipulation are different so they aren't going to be as susceptible to that kind of sorcery and bollocks let's face it yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that that's that's why um the the focus of his last bow became uh this element of 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 patterns and and how we could exploit them and uh, yeah so yeah do you, do you want to start the story of the plane uh, you you refresh me because I, <laughs> I I don't know whether I should mention names or <laughs> I, 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 I don't I don't think um we'll we'll just we'll call him by his first name we'll call him by his first yeah. name so we had this idea to do uh our effect version of of the Coventry issue that that everyone sort of became aware of. As part of, uh, I think it was a scandal in Bohemia, you know, uh, Sherlock, uh, season two, episode two, with the the Bond air and uh, and everything else. Oh, here we go. This is uh, this is Craig uh, chiming in on the handshaking duction. Spot on. Used it many times with Jehovah's Witnesses <laughs> and charity muggers or chuggers. Uh, it can work not all the time, but often very well when done right. Agreed. Agreed. Um, so yeah, really? I, I, nice to know I've I've got uh, I've got Galvin's seal of <laughs> approval on uh, on the handshake induction uh, because like as I say my my knowledge of that is slim at best. Um, but so the uh, the uh, the plane effect trick thing we were going to do, uh, mm. it was the whole it was uh, around the whole propaganda kind of did it happen did it not happen uh, about Winston Churchill letting. Uh, you know, I forget the exact place, uh, in Coventry, blow up, um, even though the Enigma machine had been broken and uh, <laughs> seal of approval. Thank you, Greg. Um, <laughs> even though the uh, the uh, the Enigma machine had broken the Germans code and they knew where they were going to hit and this type of thing. Yeah. So could they uh, prepare and evacuate or whatever they needed to do in that scenario that would alert them, uh, the Germans, uh, I, I can't he, I can't hear that word the Germans in Jason's I can't not hear it in Jason Statham's accent from Snatch. It just becomes <laughs> the Germans. The Germans. Um, the Germans. But yeah, uh, so uh, of whether Winston Churchill let their place explode, let everyone die for the sake of protecting that secret. You know, it was this yeah. whole conspiracy theory propaganda thing that happened at the time, and we thought it yeah. would be great to. Um, get on a moving vehicle and uh, mm. get a bunch of volunteers on there and we had this incredible idea for an effect that would simulate explosions there were no actual explosions you know we haven't got that kind of uh, that kind of uh, dollars behind us yet if anybody wants to send this episode to the people at netflix that, that'd be great you know i'd, I'd appreciate that <laughs> uh, that's that's episode four of what's in my beard pulls out netflix done um <laughs> I don't know how you pull a streaming Netflix. service out of my bed. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an incredible effect, pulling out a streaming service from your beard. <laughs> uh, so, um, our friend, uh, well, it was, yeah. it was... Connection. It was. It was Adam. Yeah, it was. It was Adam's friend first. Technically, they were. They were at school together. 
and then yeah. um, I met. Uh, it was a surprise, what, wasn't it? So I hadn't seen him in yeah. years. I, I was very much. It was just a um, a new in secondary school, and then he popped up one day in the pub when I uh, went to get a drink with you, and yeah. there was a man waving at the table. Yeah, and I was like, "That's not Lee." <laughs> yeah, that is Lee. <laughs> Why is Lee waving at me? <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, that's Lee." Do we do we both know Lee? What we know Lee? <laughs> small world, small world. So we uh, we sit down, and obviously there's the catching up in terms of what you up to, blah blah blah. And we yeah. we start talking about this uh, this this thing that we're thinking of putting together. And he mentions that it, it was it his dad that works at an airport somewhere. Yeah. Do, do you remember? It was it was uh, at a private airstrip. Yeah. Or, you know, in a private plane on yeah. a on a, a, a bit of land. But he wasn't <laughs> on speaking terms, if I remember correctly, with his dad. Or he was he was and he wasn't. But he must have been on good enough speaking terms to uh, offer us this plane. Uh <laughs> but then you got as we sort of like prepared for this effect, we got volunteers. Yeah. We drew up and just a to, just to put in. Sorry, I, I I got volunteers coming from all over the country. Like, yeah. These these people were coming <laughs> was, from everywhere. This was when we were writing to. There was Richard Branson was doing a scheme um, where yeah. he'd like you know you'd write in and you'd put so much. Uh, he'd give you so much money, and if like you could pull it off, uh, then you know you could you could keep the show otherwise if you couldn't pay him back then you'd lose the show but we yeah. thought with this effect this would be quite you know a bit of drive for us so we put that out there on facebook to try and um, um get this loan from lovely richard branson uh and we'd mentioned in the statement that we had a plane so we yeah. we probably like you know a bit big for our boots we did <laughs> we hadn't seen the plane but we were telling people we had the plane because <laughs> yeah. we were quite confident from Lee that this plane existed and we were going to get it. <laughs> we were going to be just able to, to clarify it. as well. Ninety percent of the confirmation we had from Lee was in text message form. Yeah. And I'm what just was getting it ahead of everybody saying like, "Oh, the people read it." <laughs> that's that's where we were. Yeah. What drove? Like, I remember, like as we sort of like drove up to the date of when we were going to film this. A series of texts began to come in when you were like, "Well, we haven't had any confirmation on this, but we haven't heard any more from Lee." Every now and then, he'd yeah. like he would be doing stuff like, "I remember you needed boxes, and you could get your box. You yeah. could get things." Yeah. But then yeah. this plane was still like um, it seemed it was hearing verbally, but not physically. So we were, I remember yeah. you saying like, "I'm going to check up, I'm going to check up on Lee," and I, I forget what text you got, but this is then began. A back and forth yeah, conversation so, between you and Lee, wasn't it? Yeah. So I, I, I'm I'm starting to think like he's um he's he's discount Morgan Freeman from Shawshank Redemption, right? He said, I'm known to procure things from time to time. Um, that was a terrible. That wasn't even a Morgan Freeman impression. Just to clarify that, that was just an an, an arbitrary voice. Um. <laughs> so so yeah, like my uh my antennae have gone up at, at this stage to the uh, the high degree of bullshit that we are smelling. Um, so I, I start questioning him about dates, times, locations, and he's, he's dancing around details specifically. So I'm, so I just cut to the chase in terms of, so how do we actually get in? 
his, his dad's got the keys. I'm going to get the keys. Okay. My dad's not in. So where else can we get the keys? He's only got the keys. Right? Uh, sorry, he's got the only keys. Right? So that's, that still doesn't answer the question. Now, like, ah, how can we get what's, what's, what's going on? Oh, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's left the country. I remember there's no no plane is there Lee there's no plane (laughs) I remember just before that he was like uh, I'll get the keys um, tomorrow okay Uh, yeah I'm going to be dad's Uh, he'll be asleep when I get in but uh, when I wake up when he gets up I'll I'll get the keys off him and then I remember messaging you like oh did have you heard from Lee has he got the keys off his dad and he said you, you forwarded me a message and it went along the lines of went to my dad's, he was asleep, I went to sleep. When I woke up, I woke up too late. Dad had gone. <laughs> yeah. And he slept on his dad's settee, if I remember correctly. So I was like, how did you go to a place, sleep there, leave, and not notice anyone? Le- like, you, surely you must have bumped into him or heard him or. <laughs> thought it was important to set an alarm <laughs> or leave a note of some sort. <laughs> God knows. God knows. God knows. Oh, God wow. knows. So, so yeah, that was that was really fun and a huge yeah. letdown um, for us at the time because, That's like, like we were of, we, we were thinking like if we could actually pull this off, yeah, like holy crap, that would be incredible. So, it's uh, I, I'll 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 tell you as, as a non-spoiler alert. Uh, we're going to put together something if the restrictions lift in the way that we are told they are going to lift we should be able to do this with um, like a bus or a coach or something that we can hire right that's 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 something that we can actually do so if you are if you are in england and you are on some form of social media platform that is related to my work you may see uh, a, a request at some point in the not too distant future to see if you fancy a day trip out uh to <laughs> not not blow up a bus <laughs> this is speed with not keanu reeves it's with ben yeah. and adam <laughs> and we will we'll not be oh, going shot, shotgun over. playing sandy sandra bullock come on that's that's I'm gotta happen I want to be Dennis Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so My that's, that's hot just... Jack. <laughs> the, there's a guy with a beard. He's got some <laughs> stuff in his beard. You don't know what it is. What you gonna do? Huh? What you gonna do? Dennis Hoffman oh, didn't sound like that either, right? Yeah, <laughs> oh, that sounded more like you, the Morgan Freeman, than. Morgan Freeman slash Batman. <laughs> I want, I, I I'd just like want to, to say that the sisters left him alone. I'd like to say this. <laughs> I'd like to. I would have loved to have played uh, the Ben Bullock. <laughs> I just want to play the super uh, chief intendant. The super chief intendant? The super the superior. Intendant. The, super, <laughs> the the head police Keep officer. Keep failing. I'm, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> the dude, the dude who shouts at one point, "Everybody's fired! Everybody's fucking fired!" <laughs> Sir, oh the bridge is incomplete. You're all fired. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Oh, yeah, listen, like, Jack. If, like, <laughs> if it if it if it was uh, like two guys from rural England doing it, like you know, with a bit where he goes, "There's a gap in the bridge ahead. It's big." <laughs> like f- for rural England, it'd be, "There's a gap in the bridge ahead. It's fucking huge." I was about to say that. <laughs> fucking one. <laughs> <laughs> How big? Massive, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking humongous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the joy of being English, you know. As Tom, big Tom as Hiddleston, <laughs> Tom Hiddleston, Mark Strong, all of these other well-spoken yeah. Englishmen like really do a disservice to the regional gutter snipes that we all are. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. <laughs> so, um, with you listening to this in technically uh, about ten days from when we're actually recording it, trailer two, trailer one for Act Two of the game will have been published. Yeah. Ah! So, the, it, um, am I to understand that Act Two is done now? At Act this two time? is done. Act Two is ready to play. When, so uh, it will be probably when, out when sooner. It'll be out by the time Act this episode two. comes out, then, right? Yeah, it'll be it'll be out whenever. Yeah, <laughs> be out whenever oh, we want. Yeah. It's ready to go. Hell yeah! So we, Hell we've yeah. we've got some pretty we got some pretty good feedback about the game so far. In that uh, our desired intent of it not being so easy that you can just click on a few random squares and hey ho, you through to the next one. Um, is 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 paying off? This is uh, this is annoying <laughs> people. In a, it's annoying people in a very positive way, and this no, this good. makes me feel <laughs> this this makes me feel warm and happy inside. <laughs> it does, it does, because that's that's exactly what we wanted. Because each act is relatively uh, plot wise, it's quite short. So as long as it's hard enough for them to make it last. We'll uh, yeah. have Act Three out, and they can finally um, complete the yeah. have the whole game to play. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Each um, one has its so own. Yeah, that... What I love about each. Sorry, no, do do it. Sell it, mate. Sell it. What, Sell I, it. what, what I love about each one is sort of like as we've we've gone through. Um, Act One is predominantly more about sort of like observation um, mm. and sort of code breaking, while. Act yeah. two along a similar line, it's got more uh going on in terms of things you need to do and things you need to sort right. of store away, as it were. So a little bit of memory, a little bit of um choice, a little bit of kind of randomness, really. Sort of sometimes it may be as technically it may be a kind of trial and error mm-hmm. sort of a game at some point. So there, there may be points where you may fail quite repeatedly. But the point is, <laughs> it may there will be frustration with that, and it's purposely done because it's going to cause you to um, have to, you know, force you to remember the right. Oh God, I'm going to spoil things. I'll I'll stop there. Basically, trial and error. So, Otherwise, I'm going to. I'll, gonna I'll, I'll jump much. in with with yeah. another impression. Right, I'm going to try Michael Caine. Are you ready? Mm. <laughs> Why do we fall, Master Wayne? So we can learn <laughs> to pick ourselves up. Exactly. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so 
Everyone's fired. Everyone's fucking fired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and put that sound bite in. You know, the uh, I've given up on trying to get the uh, the the Harry and Meghan body language analysis out because they're apparently they're cracking down throughout the entire series. Like they've taken uh, streams and revenue a- away from some people. So I'm like, but like I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and put that in over the top. <laughs> the, like the the, the soundbite, just I mean, yeah, if, if we awesome. can, great. If that'll we can't, awesome. then yeah, say la vie, uh, <laughs> say la vie. Uh, but yeah, so that say that's coming soon, guys. Um, the monographs is still going strong on Audible, uh, which I bloody love you guys for making it so popular on Audible. Uh, don't get me wrong; it's popular with its within its own particular niche. It's not like on the bestsellers list or anything. But I, it was never going to be because it's made as a niche book. So why would it be? Um, but I, I, God, love you guys for for downloading it as as many times as what you have. Just make sure that you leave some reviews. Uh, make sure they're all like seven stars each. And if you've got any one or two star reviews in, if you could just put them on like. Dan Brown or something like that. Maybe he could do with like one or two of them. Like I, I don't think that would hurt, uh, hurt, hurt Mr. Brown in any way. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I've. Um, if sorry, the, if I the, disappear in the next second or so, I'm uh, literally on like three percent. If I suddenly disappear, nope. that's the I'm, reason. I'm, 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 I'm bringing it to an end now. Anyway, I'm bringing yeah, no, it to an with, end. With, just, just in with, case with, I don't with, abruptly go. Just so you know. With, uh, well. That's that's again. That is what she said. Um, so, <laughs> yes. Hope everyone's keeping safe and well out in, out there, guys. We've had an uh, influx of students come in. So, if you're interested in learning more about this way of life, do please get in touch. Uh, send me an email. Send me a carrier pigeon if you want, and uh, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll we'll get it all sorted from there. So, until that time, we'll talk to you next time, guys. Have a good one. Adios.